All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hello, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Vevra, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. I'm going to say right up front, I don't know if you can hear it, my neighbor's working on his deck. All I hear are power tools. Jake, can you hear him? I hear a buzzsaw right now. I cannot, but actually you may hear, now that you mentioned that, you may hear some work outside. Last night we were having a storm, and for some reason, manhole covers exploded on my block. That's and awesome. Like one of them, one, oh yeah, one of them was under a car and lit it the fuck on fire. <laughs> Dude, it was wild. I'll, I'll send you the video after we're done. I, oh, I, absolutely. You have, I that's about that But better to have those manholes blow up outside than uh, your basement where they would flow shit water into your apartment when you lived in the basement. Oh yeah, I consider that a man and half full half half manhole half ugh, manhole half full kind of problem. <laughs> there we go. Look at me spitting sentences out. All right, um, we got to address it right up front. We missed our first episode ever. We've done five hundred and thirty plus episodes. We missed our first episode. Jake, what happened? What happened to Jake? I may have had too much to drink. Fell asleep uh, in the uh, subway platform. And I woke up in the hospital. But you, you don't, the, when we talked, you don't really know what happened. Like, did they call EMTs or you didn't get rolled? It was, it was, this is like actual good concern to citizens, right? I don't know. I mean, it was probably just cops down there because good concerned citizens just leave people alone in the subway. That's oh. kind of the unwritten <laughs> rule. Unless they're literally laying, unless I passed out on the track, people aren't going to get involved. Because if you're on the track, you're fucking up their timeline. Hey, I got to get home. Let's let's get this guy off the track. Exactly, exactly. They don't want me fucking up their own commutes. That's yeah. that's the way the city works. How was the hospital? Good nap? Uh, it was pretty good. Here's the thing: uh, when you wake up drunk in the hospital, you're still pretty drunk, so you're just kind of going with it. You're like, well, I guess this happened now. Um, <laughs> but is I it don't know what. The I, you're like, I don't know what the story is, but uh, I know it's probably booze related because I am fucking trashed right now. Isn't that the way people should be in life, though? If it's depending on like you just sort of wake up and go with the flow like, oh, something's different. Well, I'm not going to be belligerent. I'm just going to let's just see where this goes. Oh, yeah, because I well, I was like, I got to get a hold of my wife immediately because I know she's going to be pissed. And I didn't have my <laughs> phone on me. And like, I mean, I'm in hospital clothes and shit. Like I'm hooked up to stuff. Your your and phone is somewhere in personal belongings. It's somewhere, yeah. yeah. And it's and it's busy in there. You know, it's in Manhattan. It's there's a lot of people there, and uh, so I'm just gonna ask, like, hey, can I get my phone? And they keep going, oh yeah, you gotta wait to talk to the doctor. And of course, the doctor's just not coming. You know, doctors dealing with real people. You're just sobering up. Doctors like gunshot. Right. Well, wound. here's the thing. So was all the people around me. It was me <laughs> and a bunch of fucking homeless people. <laughs> Which you're going to be once your wife gets it sick was, of that you. That was uh, about what the vibe was like in there. We, we've got a delay thing Pretty going much. on. I was saying that uh, you were surrounded by homeless people, which is what you're going to be when uh, when your wife is uh, fed up with your drunken nonsense. Yeah, wow, we are lagging bad. Uh, we actually may want to start it. Let me restart. Let me restart my computer and let's start this. Well, we'll just pick, pick it up, up from here. here. I'll just do an edit.
All right, round two. We're, we uh, just cut it off. Jake was having uh, internet issues or computer issues. We talked about a stay in the hospital. Let's jump into the news, shall we, Jake? Yeah, let's do it. Where are my stories? Um, where do you um, Where do you want to start? You let's start right here. My pillow guy auctions off equipment after retailers pull its products. I do not know how to feel about this one. I'm not going to lie. I know a lot of people are celebrating it. Ha ha! He's going broke. Fuck him. Uh, he he's a multimillionaire. He'll be fine. I kind of feel bad for the people that work for him. I mean, this guy built an empire. And he employs people. He's rich. He's going to walk away just fine. If he has to, he'll declare bankruptcy on the business. I'm sure he has money stashed in the Caymans. And yeah, he'll, he'll, I feel bad for the guys losing their jobs. I feel bad for the workers, unless uh, they all subscribe to his ideology, then fuck him, but fuck them. But I mean, if they're just trying to earn a paycheck and they're like, dude, will you just shut the fuck up with all this January 6th election fraud nonsense? Well, yeah, I don't suck. think people take warehouse jobs uh, based on like, wait a minute, how do they feel about QAnon and what they have to say about the Clintons? I mean, because I ain't, I ain't getting on a forklift for anybody who thinks that Nancy Pelosi was actually Speaker of the House. It was a lizard the whole time. I'm only driving forklifts for people who would confirm that. Exactly. Yeah, like you just take any job you can. Yeah. So you got to feel bad for him. I mean. The rich always walk away unscathed. It's what they do, unless they're heading down to see the Titanic. Otherwise, they walk away unscathed. Right, right. I, I, I think I don't feel that bad for the workers because I think they're going to keep working at that factory. Here's the thing. I think, I think that factory just ends up doing something else, and they're like, oh, you already have a staff. You already have you, – you know, and, and it's not like for the most – part if you're taking like a, a warehouse job there you can transfer that to a warehouse job someplace else so, as long as there's one available in that area who i feel bad for is like middle management you know what i mean i feel bad for the people that were getting rich in this company and i've, I've been saying that the whole time since this guy became a in the news, I, I I feel bad for the people who were getting fucking rich and are going like, dude, I'm I'm riding this guy's coattails and I'm getting fucking rich selling pillows. Oh my god, he won't shut up about internet conspiracies. Holy shit, he wants people to storm the Capitol. Like I would, I those are the people who I feel really bad for. It's sort of like with the J.K. Rowling thing. I feel bad for not like Daniel Radcliffe. He's also got a lot of money. I feel bad for like. Uh, uh, Jerry Potter, Harry Potter's cousin, who was only in like number seven. You know, it's like that guy needed the royalties and now he's not getting them. So I feel bad for the My Pillow guys' middle management because you know, they kind of just like they got a yes, man. Him, you know, they, they yeah, kind of just yeah, got They can't challenge him. No, no. And, and you know, he didn't start that shit all at once because he did build this into a, a multi million dollar empire out of nothing. And so, you know, the board meetings used to go, hey, guys, let's talk pillows and making more money with these goddamn pillows, you know. And then it was mostly that, but he'd be like, and also, uh, that fucking, it's pretty cool that Trump won, huh? You know, but back to pillows, right? So it starts like that. And then it just slowly, slow, like now half the meeting, he won't shut up about this fucking political agenda. It's sort of like... um. Uh, you know, at, at a lot of corporate, uh, like hands on deck meetings that I go to, it's like the, the CEO will just kind of talk about like really progressive stuff. Like, we're going to talk about voting rights in Georgia. 
and how fucked up it is what's happening down there. It's like, hey, we, you, you run a radio company. Like, what do you, I mean, it does <laughs> suck. But like, we've been talking about this for 10 minutes now, you know? And, and so it, 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 it probably, it started off, he would just make little jokes about Pelosi or something. And then it would be about pillows about 98% of the time. And then it, it got to about like, you know, a quarter of the times he's him babbling about politics and then half and half. And then pretty much, you know, eventually it turned into what it is now. Like, all right, uh, uh, monthly meeting for my pillow. This is uh, what Q has said since the last meeting about <laughs> what, what the hell we're going to do to take the country. And it's like, dude, we're like 30 minutes into the meeting. He hasn't even mentioned pillows or marketing once. This is fucked. Or even I, I hear your scenario, and I bet that is the way it started. I am guessing at some point it, it became where he was just off touring around the country. Hey, I got to talk about QAnon. And he left someone else in charge. And the guy in charge is like, okay, he's gone. He took his bat shit crazy. He's right. off, you know, doing meetings. Let's focus on pillows. Oh, fuck. Now nobody's buying them because he's out there shooting off his goddamn mouth. Like the person that what once he went off on his his quest to to save America, the the guy that was that was like, okay, good. Now we can just get on track with pillows and no one's buying them anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think we're starting to lag bad again, but that's, yeah, we that's are. Right. I can see when you respond, but it's it is what it is. But I do uh, yeah. like the fact that uh, when when he gets sued, he did. I forgot about that. It's at the bottom of the article. We've talked about it. Uh, he said, "If you can prove that my proof uh, that there was election fraud is wrong, I will pay you five million dollars." And a guy went, "All right, here here it is." And arbitration court said, "Yeah, he proved you wrong." And now Lindell is fighting that like a personal five million dollar loss. I think that's funny because that's on him. The company losing money is kind of funny, but I feel bad for the 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 people that are getting fucked sideways right. beside of it here's here's what you do guy who's who's taken over for this guy the, the the hand of the king the hand of my pillow guy who has no political agenda other than making a lot of money with pillows what you got to do uh you know how we said that instead of instead of back tracking on the dillo Mulvaney, Mulvaney yeah, yeah, thing bud light but bud light should have just got a smaller beer company and being like anti-trans with them, but pro-trans with Bud Light. Yeah, it's what he needs to do is just get another pillow company and 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 with the same warehouse and the same equipment, is you then get an investor, an, an angel investor to buy this equipment that he's auctioning off. And then you run a you have my company, my pillow, and then their pillow. You do their pillow. <laughs> I can't think of his name right now, but there was. He's out of it. The, the the one of the kids from Parkland was going to market a pillow to directly compete with my pillow guy and made a big stink like you know we're gonna have progressive pillows we're gonna do this and it failed or he, he got into hog a bad pillows. what's that hog pillows Dan yeah hog right that's right he was gonna do his pillows he's not anymore but that's what the the guy in charge of my pillow when once my pillow guy was off being crazy the guy should have said ooh David's gonna make pillows let's partner with him. That way, we just sell to everybody. We get to we get to put out the Fox News ads and sell to the crazies that like Tucker Carlson, and we can sell to the people that love AOC. We'll just have the, the we'll put uh, my pillow mustache on this pillow and David Hogg picture on this pillow, and then you just sell to everybody. He, they, David was right there. They they could have reached out and plucked him up. They didn't. Yes, I think uh, hand of my pillow, hand hand of my pillow guy. All right, what you need to do. 
is you take the same company, but you fracture it. You have like the, the he's already got the far right pillows. So you do like corporate right. You do like Chuck Schumer pillows, you know, or not Chuck Schumer, uh, Mitch McConnell pillows. Right. And or then both. you also have Chuck Schumer pillows, you know, for the like the, the corporate corporate Democrats, you know, and. And then you have like like far, far left pillows who want to like, uh, you, you know, light Port Portland on fire and stuff like that. You know, you, 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 you advertise them for sleeping in tents and stuff like that when you're, you, you know, like <laughs> taking over a park. You, you, just, you do the whole thing and you just well, you fracture your own company into like four or five different ones. You have like just kind of centrist conspiracy stuff that ain't really right or left. You know, um, what happened to Tower 7 pillows? But Bigfoot's alive pillows again. You advertise that for tents. Uh, you have you have like alien pillows, stuff like that. You know UFO guys who I mean I don't know if the UFO guys go right or left. It hasn't really been attached to a uh, 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 the political zeitgeist, so to speak. They're just kind of off on their way. And and, and you know what? Uh, uh, no matter how crazy stuff is, it's rolling around in those heads and the alien people's brains are. They got to lay those heads on pillows. All right. So you got to sell on those pillows. And then this is the important part because the article talks about it. And I remember reading other articles. You don't go through Walmart, Bed Bath or Beyond or anyone that won't carry your pillow. Just direct sales. Put it online. Myalienpillow.com. Ooh, I believe in aliens. I'm buying that pillow. But it all comes from the, you don't even have to fracture the company. You just create a bunch of websites. One factory used like seven production lines. Each production line yeah. has a different picture at the end that stamps saying, the picture. They don't need to know where it's coming from. Bigfoot, yeah. Just put it on I just direct sales online. Them marketing white. Amazon. Everything goes through Amazon anyway. To make them look like different pillow companies. Yeah, open up an Amazon store. Yeah, people, your wireless people, sucks when both you and your wife are on at the same time, by the way. I think that's what it is. The fact that you and Amy are doing something online right now is slowing down your internet. It could be. It could be because I'm actually at full bars right now. I think she's done at 5.30. Do you want to try to pick this up then? All right. Take three. We're going to Frankenstein this thing together. Uh, everybody looks different. Jake has a different backdrop. I, I have different clothes. I, when, when, lots when happened. Cut off lots the happened time, since then. A lot's happened. I actually, <laughs> you, you see the punching bag behind me? Is that, that yeah. yeah. I actually exercised for the half an hour between uh, the last attempt and this one. I am sweating so much that I took a five-minute ice-cold shower, and then I got out of the shower and started sweating again. So I've actually had a fan on me for the last five minutes waiting for you. Just like, I'm going to start sweating uh, halfway through this. So just a I've heads been up to viewers. Profusely to uh, uh, BDSM porn for this entire half hour. So uh -oh. we've been similar, similar. Similar, similar. I was also getting punched in that. <laughs> All right, we, we'll have time for maybe one or two more stories. Uh, I figure this is a chance for you to shine, Jake, because uh, a former, mel mem uh, former member of the military, almost got that out on the first try. I loved this article uh, right here. Russia is sending disposable, dis I can't talk. Russia is sending disposable shoulders. Shoulders. Disposable shoulders are the most dangerous kinds. They have actually damage. when you try and they, they have written it, it yeah. looks great. When you try and read it, Russia is sending disposable soldiers to fight Ukraine high on amphetamines to ensure they quote still run at machine guns. Military expert says. Yes. First of all, I love military expert. I want to know if there is any uh, truth to the story because if so, I love it. It's my favorite story. I can't say it, but it's my new favorite story. 
I like see the thing is, is as somebody who's done amphetamines and been shot at with by by machine guns, I if anything, I think if I was cranked out, I'd want to, I'd just run away faster. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I'd want to get I'd want to get shot at even less. I'd be sitting there going, "Hey man, you know the real reason we're getting fucking shot at right now? It's it's all about the lizards that live underneath the Pentagon or in our case the Kremlin." And I would just be I, I me and the other meth heads would just be having uh, even more wild conspiracies than the ones that are actually going on. I mean, and that's just you sitting around with buddies. Now put yourself in a war zone with the most absurd war zone shit going on around you and you're fucking high. I mean, who knows what you're going to do, but isn't, isn't that what they did in Afghanistan and Iraq is they, I know this is what they did in Somalia. They would chew on, what was it called? Fat, something like that. And then they would be buzzed and fight. They did. Uh, the Afghan army had this stuff called Naswar and they would chew that on the missions and it had like opiates and stuff in it. But I'm like, dude, I, and they would smoke a lot of hash on the mission and they'd come right up at checkpoints and offer it to us. And I'd be like, dude, we, I like getting high, but we, we got shot at here like two weeks ago. Like, what do you do? I want to be clear-headed for this. Clear-headed to get shot? Don't you think that having opioids in your system pre-getting shot might make getting shot feel like not as bad? No, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing about getting shot at is you're not necessarily guaranteed to get shot. In fact, you're probably not going to get shot if you're what? clear-headed and conduct fast you know like that you don't want to be fucking like admittedly the meth may help for that that said i think you would have a much higher rate of mutiny uh uh and you know which they're already having if it was a bunch of methed out guys yeah well they, this article says it came from a captured russian soldier soldier so told cnn this earlier this i can't say fucking any words a captured Russian soldier told CNN earlier this year that his comrades in Ukraine were high on their supply of painkillers. I said comrades, commanders in Ukraine were high on their supply of painkillers and ordered troops to do dangerous, nonsensical things like run under mortar fire. Um, so this sounds like it's, you know, secondhand hearsay. It said up front, it didn't give, there are no names. It's, it's not the best reporting. I just like it because I think it'd be fun if it was true. Yeah, I mean, famously, Hitler did that. He had, like, uh, a, a lot of the Blitzkrieg, you, you know, infantrymen and stuff were were high on amphetamines, and that was supposed to make them... I honestly them. never heard that. I mean, I yeah. knew about it in Somalia. Like I said, I knew that uh, uh, the Taliban, they would, they would do something. Not necessarily, I thought they, they did crank. They did something that got them buzzed up. I never heard it about World War II. I think the Nazis more or less invented amphetamines. Now, amphetamine is kind of a... a, a of Generic. broad uh, genre of drugs, you, right. you know what I mean? Um, a, a type of drugs, I should say. But yeah, they would they would have their guys uh, uh, methed out pretty regularly. The Nazis. Well, and what it says by disposable soldiers here, this is what we've talked about. It's not the the um, the, the guys that started the mutiny. They're, they're prisoners, and they're just being told, "Hey, you can either sit in prison or you can go fight on the front lines." and some of them choose to, others might just be put there. Like we've seen defectors, but, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I figure if you're in prison for drugs, you might as well like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to die anyway. Might as well uh, get hopped up and go fire a gun. Like you said, some of them might be looking at it as fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if, if oh, the shit. Russians are smart in any way with this, what's up? 
what you said is in this goddamn article that I skipped over. British stores used to sell syringes of heroin as gifts for troops during World War One. The Nazis pumped their men full of meth to increase awareness and vigilance on the battlefield. And the U.S. military distributed painkillers and, quote, pet pills, also known as speed, to soldiers headed toward long-range reconnaissance missions during the Vietnam War. And so this is yeah. nothing new. Every single war seems to have... A, a a drug, a pill that you take to either take the edge off or like get you more aware. It's like caffeine plus. How did Hans die in the war? Uh, he was shot in the head while scrubbing his rifle vigorously for the 15th hour in a row with a toothbrush with his teeth chattering. I had yeah. no idea who was being fired at. None whatsoever. Yeah, so they you think the Nazis invented it because that this is where this article starts is an oh, uh, World War 1 syringes. So, yeah, drugs in war have gone to hand in hand well, and, like and, uh, in terms of in terms of opiates, you don't really want your troops on on that at all. No, because I mean, that I mean, brings like, you down. That, that, well, this says they would get it when they would come home. Like, hey, uh, you were just on the front lines, have some opium. It'd probably Oh, yeah, well, that was out. yeah, back in the World War 1. So that's 1910s. Yeah. That's back when that was just sort of like, are you a housewife? with a headache have heroin you know and, and that's just the way they did it you know or they were putting actual cocaine in coca-cola the, the soft drink right people were out of their goddamn minds when it came to medicine back in the day there was there was no uh i, I don't think there was any kind of fda no. regulation it was just dudes with uh <laughs> with those wide brim hats and the handlebar mustaches going do you hate pain do you like feeling good then take my new miracle pill you know and and they would just fucking get people hopped up on whatever and they weren't wrong. Opiates, opioids are going to make your pain go away. I mean, short term, then you're going to oh, be yeah. hooked on those. Well, they had I, Hitler had a guy who was so one of the one of the biggest problems with Hitler's like the like military was that a lot of those guys they didn't really get to be high up because they had necessarily went through the ranks like it was back in the day under the Kaiser. It was so much like. But he's part that, but part like you have to be super loyal to the yeah the little party that took over the country that you're roughly a third if that of the people were behind. So it's like what what's important first is your allegiance, not just to Germany, but specifically to this party. Whereas everybody before was like, yeah, we're we're, we're of course we're uh, uh, allied to Kaiser, and you know, look at that's who's ran Germany for a while. So there wasn't huge divisions. I mean, there was political parties within that, yeah, sure. Yeah. But not like not like as polarizing as the Nazis were. So he would have guys who were just like fiercely loyal to him, but weren't necessarily the best generals. And Competent. one of them was his the guy who was in charge of his air force was a fucking huge junkie, man. I don't remember this guy's names, but they had like um letters from his you know, like direct like underlings and stuff, all freaked out, like Oh, this is the guy in charge of us talking about him, like, like, like getting briefed in. Like they're all sitting in in massive meetings with other generals, and he's just nodding the fuck off because he is like just strung <laughs> out of hair, like a junkie on the last card in the subway. He's just fucking not, and just doing the weird heroin, uh, uh, falling asleep while doing like shitty yoga, you know, like that kind of thing. He's doing that, you know, all in his class A's with the other Nazi generals. And it's like, dude, he's too high to even, even his Z Kyle arm is all fucking limp, right? It's all weird and crooked. What the fuck, man? He just gave me a, like this guy can't be in charge of the air force, but it was like, Hey, he was more freaked out about people turning their back on him than them being good. You know? And then they still fucking dominated and, and would have continued to dominate had he not gone for a two front war against uh, England and Russia at the same time. 
goddamn time. Well, right, man. I mean, yes, yeah, some of those, some of the guys knew their shit. It's just the the biggest prerequisite was: Are you fiercely loyal to this man and his party that doesn't even represent most of Germany? So that right there, you're, I mean, you're cutting out most of your, you know, it's sort of like how. Um, uh, baseball got way better once they started allowing people that weren't just white, you know, it's like what now, now you're pulling from all the pools. The Kaiser was pulling from all the cool pools in Germany because it was like, that was just the, you know, that was just Germany. But then a, a party took over Germany and it was like, Hey, you got to be loyal to this party before anything else. And then maybe we'll talk about how good you are at the job. You all right? Oh man, Tim is like sneezing right now. I keep muting and sneezing like a motherfucker. My, L, I just did six in a goddamn row. Nice. I, I hate to say what I'm about to say because it's so cliche and trite, but um, where in current history in America have we seen that kind of uh, I don't know um, same attitude? Oh right, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's There's not go down that certain, path. It's too certain easy. Certain previous president's cabinet members were maybe, you, you know, um, yeah. are you more loyal to me than a, 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 a certain Republican Party? That's going to be the prerequisite for you getting the job. Yes. And, and then once they, you know, said anything out of line, it was a revolving door uh, cabinet. Just every single position. You'd never seen turnover like that before. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only... The only thing that this Air Force guy loved more than heroin was Hitler, and those were his two H's. So it's like, <laughs> hey man, as long as I as long as I come before that one, I don't care what your second favorite thing is. As long as you're on my side. All right. I think we got time for one more story. Cool. Um let's do this one. Because this is a there's a it's a this is an important, interesting story, and I want to ignore everything about it. Gone in 60 seconds at FBI director hearing Republican conspiracies about Biden go poof. And there's this great video uh, of FBI uh, director, I, I believe it's Wren testifying, Christopher Wren. And it's, a, it's an article from USA Today. And you scroll all the way to the bottom. And I will put this on YouTube. I will put this on YouTube for the viewers. For some reason, they have a picture of the author of the article sitting on a stool looking like an awkward high school senior getting a glamour shot from a mall in the 1980s. I don't give a fuck about the content of the story. What is this picture doing at the bottom of it? Who thought this was a good idea? I, I'm going to put the picture on YouTube because it, it's just out there. Why? Well, the picture is huge. It's bigger than any picture in the article. It's you know, pretty massive. It's insane. It's it's pretty massive. And here's the thing, I, like I, I book a lot of authors for, for my job at Sirius. They don't really do this, man. It's it's a lot of headshots, you know? And here's yeah. the thing. This is a damn good headshot. Take your, th well, your thumb and like six figures, be fingers, because this is a big picture. But like block out everything except for like mid-torso up. Do like from here up. It's a good headshot. You know what I mean? Like he's turned slightly like that. You still see his full face. It's pretty good. Like There's it, some it, it, shadowing. It, all they got to do is fucking crop that, and it'll be fine. Yeah, there's a little bit of shadowing. You know, well, they, the they shadowing get that looks with mysterious the and good, but that, that, like you said, it, it looks like okay as a headshot, but then you keep scrolling, and it keeps going. And like I said, he's sitting on a stool, and he's got his legs spread. He's 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 man spreading. It's called. He's got his hands awkward. It's it's why why is this on a news article? Is what I want to know. 
I, yeah, usually, generally at the top, you get written by this person. And I love that it's an opinion piece. It's not actually a news article. It's an opinion piece. I'm going to start, before I read any any opinion pieces, I'm going to scroll down to see the author's picture and be like, all right, I just, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover, but like, if its cover is, is, is fucking nutty enough, I, I'm good. Then you can question it. You can't judge it, but you can question it. You, you, you yeah. can throw caution to the wind. I can at least put an asterisk. This is an asterisk the size of this man's torso that he decided to include for some reason. A massive asterisk goes next to any information that goes into my brain off of the article for someone who chose to put this as their profile picture. Yes. And, and what editor allowed it? And just this is the thing I talk about with like the, the problem with the, the news media where editors are gone and everyone's understaffed and overworked. This would not have made it out of committee back in the day. No, and, it, and it's an easy fix. You don't even need to get a new picture. All you got to do is crop that motherfucker, yeah. and you're good. But here we are, and this. I, I want to. If I had the time, but we, I have to go. Um, I would measure it because I'm just going to do it by hand. I cannot get so. I've, I've got my fingers about yay apart. One, two, three, four. The article is. The, the thing to, is one-fourth of the article is the guy's picture. That's how big the picture is at the bottom. You've got words, 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 and then a gap, this big picture of a dude sitting on a stool. Well, thank yeah, you and, for and that. It looks like it's pretty high-res. I mean, sometimes you can't really zoom in on photos because it gets all pixelated and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's the, the, the case with this one, man. All they would have had to do is crop that, and it would have been a good author's photo. It would have looked normal. I don't know what the hell this guy's going for here. Yeah. Yeah. It's good times. All right, Jake, I am going to Frankenstein these three uh, segments cool. of talking with your lovely self together. I wouldn't even buy a pillow from this fucking guy. That's how bad this this photo is. <laughs> and I'll buy a pillow from anyone on the market selling pillows, and I do mean anyone right now. I own a cube pillow. If you, it's, it's for side sleepers. If you sleep on your side, Google cube pillow. They are not endorsing us. But, oh, uh, I thought you said Q pillow. I was cube. like, Q selling pillows now? Yeah, they're not sponsoring us. I'm endorsing them, but they're not sponsoring me. They're they're not giving us any money. Cool. Anyway, like memory foam ones. Find Jake at Jake Vevra, the, the the symbol Jake Vevra on all the socials. Find me at NathanTimmel.com. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we we had a 500 plus episode streak without missing one. 500 more episodes, and then uh, Jake can pass out and wake up in a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy, be good. I'll talk to you next Later. week. Later.